welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Reuniting with those from your past can be a tricky situation. It all depends on how you left them. Some people greet the occasion with open arms, while others view it with trepidation. While Darwin, Aranus, and Vale work to reunite others, they will need to tread lightly when dealing with their own past. It's been a long and tiring day, and you are standing in the darkness before the entrance to Brizendine's cave. Vizcara, in a much more humanoid form, leads everyone in. As you make your way through the tunnels, the guard drakes eagerly greet Vizcara. They take note of you, but their attention is on the newest visitor. In due time, you make your way to Brizendine himself. The aging half-dragon rises to his feet with surprising energy. The cousins greet each other with a hug and a quick yet hushed exchange in Draconic. After a minute or so, Brizendine acknowledges your presence by saying, It's so good to see you again. I can't thank you enough, but I will do what I can. But come, you you look like you need rest. Sit, have some honey with us, and sleep if you need it. That please. sounds wonderful. Sleep, please. So everybody is there in Brizendine's cave where he uh, forges the sun orbs. He and Vizcara are chatting. Is there anything you would like to uh, discuss with the two of them while you're here? Or do you just want to go right to bed? Can I speak Draconic? Mm-hmm. I think one of you does. I think it's Vale. I, mean, I do, yes. Because I've been listening, so I remember that. The only one who knows what some of those symbols on the sun orbs mean. Yes. Brizendine cracks open one of the barrels of honey from Honey Hollow and pulls out several small wooden mugs. Scoops up some honey in each and passes it around. Yay! It is literally just honey that you can sip on. Sounds good. He's got a bit of a sweet tooth. Remind me to make an appointment with my dentist next time I get back to the major city. (laughs) Same. I can feel my teeth rotting. He and his car go to town on the honey. My mouth feels fuzzy. I'll drink my honey, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. Nice. That's a very floral honey. Mm Mm-hmm. I bet this would be a good mead honey. Probably. It is the same honey that they make mead from back in Honey Hollow. He can't be bothered so, yes. with that, though. Oh, uh, yeah. He's like Pooh Bear. He's just like... He's <laughs> straight. If you had some mead, he would definitely drink it with you. There should be a but... Pooh Bear story where he like lets it ferment first. And I'm like, hey, this honey's even better than this honey. Pooh would... gets drunk, starts awkwardly hitting on Piglet. It wouldn't be a very, like... But then, unfortunately, he goes on, like, a racist tirade, and now everyone hates him. About how, like, donkeys are nothing but jackasses. (laughs) Really? Anyways. Anyway, I don't have a desire to talk to them at all. I'm ready to just kind of go to bed, though I will kind of give Vale a, like, hey, see, you can figure out what they're saying. We could ask them about. But I, like... I mean, just for shits and giggles, we got a couple. We got a quest item or two they may be able to enlighten us on, right? Really? Namely, how to kill a god. <laughs> Save Arnus's soul. Say so we ask anyone we can about that. A couple of dragons, like powerful fuckers, mate. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll know nothing. Vizcara is the only dragon. Brizendine is a half-dragon. Same shit. But he is oh, also... Very different. He is also quite aged, so he's and, a smart and, guy. And he is powerful and knows a lot of stuff. I know he's not a dragon. I know it's different. Mm. But he knows a lot about Arcana and stuff, presumably. Presumably. Potentially. He at least knows how to make sunrooms, which is not nothing. True. It is not nothing. And we know that they can be rigged to make giant weapons, which is the kind of firepower we might need to take on a god of chaos. That is true. That's all I'm saying. Um, so Arnus goes to bed? Is that what I'm hearing? I, I think so. 
But I'll ask him in the morning when I've got spell slots back. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. Not, I mean, not that I'm gonna fight them, but I just I'm feeling like. You're gonna so, cast friends on him. You don't need I, to do that. I don't know because don't, you don't saved his that. cousin. So right, like I'm pretty sure we're buddies at this point. Yes. But I mean, does it matter? Decorum. It might be nice to let them catch up and then. Yeah. Have questions. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I, can them them. I can ask him in the morning. It's fine. Brizendine and Vizcara are more than happy to spend the evening in their own company. They will go back into Brizendine's chamber, and you can hear them chatting throughout the night. Um, it is actually quite late in the day for you guys. You've been up a very long time. You've been through quite an ordeal, and rest is definitely f- not far from your minds. So if you just want to curl up around some sun orbs and get a good nap in... Yeah, let's That do sounds it. like a wicked awesome plan, if you that's, ask me. Yes, that's where I'm at. Sleepy time. Okay. I'm more tired than I am curious about anything else. Right. So you all sleep very well, uh, curled up amongst each other, or separately, however you choose. Vale, you awaken to one of the guard drakes licking you in the face. <laughs> awesome! Can taste a little bit of honey still around your mouth, and it's just like... <laughs> but seeing you wake up, it quickly rushes off down the tunnel. What's your hair? You sound like... You know, when you catch a dog with their head in the garbage can... And then they just run away. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. <laughs> and eventually, this car and prison dean will emerge from the other chambers and sit down and greet you all. Good morning, this car says. Again, thank you for getting me out of that lake. It's far too cold for my liking. You're welcome. Yeah. We just thought it would be a good way to break the ice. Oh, please tell me you say that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I do feel that I owe you something for your help. And with this, Brizendine nods in agreement. You there, Darvin. You definitely at least need some clothes. This is true, especially as of now. But that seems like such a small payment for what you've done. Is there anything else we could do for you? This seems like Arnis's specialty. I, it, this doesn't, isn't going to require any persuasion yeah. or anything. This is really just him asking the three of you, like, how do we thank you? What do you want? I wouldn't mind something that's going to help me kill a bunch of people. It's also worth asking if they know how to kill a god. Yeah. Or at least yeah. get us in the right direction. I mean, the one thing we really need, besides that, is, like, health potions. They're not going to happen. I think bigger so, than that. But we got money, and we can buy health potions with money, right? Okay. Think bigger. Maybe we ask for their assistance when the time comes, in some way to contact them. Ask him if they have any desire to fight a god. You want to go on an adventure to kill a god? I mean, I can't, like, I can't think of other things that we, like... I have a vendetta against a genocidal elf. I mean, I would, you know... I still need to kill that chief, but I bet it'd be real easy with a dragon. <laughs> then I kill a bunch of other shit, too. That's probably not something I can ask them for help with. These dragons are very good at creating huge swaths of destruction. <laughs> So you do you want me to ask him about helping us kill the god of chaos, or are there other things? No, I think we go for that. Yeah. It's a starting point, at least. Um, we have a large quest out on our horizon that, if you all are willing, we could very much use your help and advice. Or at on. least advice. Or yeah. at least advice. At least advice. Well, that depends. What sort of quest do you have before you? Um, we've been tasked with uh, killing the god of chaos. At that, Brizendia and Vizcarra, like, rear back a little bit in somewhat shock. Look at one another. <laughs> no one is expecting us to accomplish this tomorrow. Right? It's not the next place we're going. <laughs> but, um, Good, I don't think you could do it in a day. No, I... And we don't expect to. But it is out on our horizon, and we can use all of the kind of help and or advice we can get if you have any of either to offer, either now or in the future. Vizcara will say, Well, as, as much as I would like to help you, I'm not yet strong enough to fly. Well, I mean, yeah. That will come with time. Um, depending on when that happens, I may be able to lend assistance. But, uh, and he kind of looks over to Brizendine, who will say, if it's knowledge about how to do this, you may have a 
couple of options. That's a good starting point. I myself do not know, but the second best library, the second best place of knowledge in the land, it's in the capital. The elves have kept extensive knowledge from the ages. But if you're looking for the best, if it still exists, would be north and to the east at the Temple of St. Thalaron. I will warn you now, it is a temple of the Celestials. They are very judgy. But if you prove yourself to them, they can answer nearly anything. That sounds like a good starting point. You don't happen to know how you prove yourself to a Celestial, do you? Or what they might ask? Hmm. If they haven't changed, then it's more a series of trials. To prove your worth of their knowledge. Worth doesn't sound as At least it's not a criminal trial. No, you would not want to be at one of their criminal trials. So, note to self, no killing people in the temple. Got it. Killing people in a temple, anyway. Yeah, it depends on the temple. Oh, I guess that's fair. Like, temple of the evil god or something. Although or it's not really how these jobs work. It's true. Would not be a temple of doom if you're not allowed to murder people in it. That's true. No, you sacrifice people in temples. <laughs> I mean, what? Who said that? That is, that is helpful. We are glad we could be of assistance. The fate of my poor soul is on the line, so an extra thank you. Hmm, let's see. I do believe it's Darwin's turn for this. It's good, don't worry about it. Okay. Rizendine will turn to Darwin and say, I'm afraid I don't have much in the way of clothing. A couple of old outfits of my own, but they do have tail holes. <laughs> I don't imagine you would need that. <laughs> but, uh... That'd be a hell of a fashion statement, though. How attached are you to your sword? Um, not literally attached to it. I mean, I could not let like go of it. Yes, yes, of course. Um, but would you be willing to be apart from it for a few days? Oh, a yeah. week at most? Oh, yes. There's only one thing I couldn't do without the sword. And it's something I never knew. Anyway, so yeah, that's fine. If you leave it here with us... Come back. Can have something for you. Hmm. Nice. Sounds like a good deal. You're all welcome to stay here if you wish, but I'm afraid all I have to eat is the honey. It is my favorite. He like licks his lips, smacks his jaw a little bit. Well, we should we should help our caravan get back to Honey Hollow, right? Yeah. Yep. And then we can come back for my sword. All right. Prison Dean takes your sword from you. You no longer have a weapon. Well, I have a bow. Just means no stunning strike. Yes, which I've still never used. I probably should have, but I still haven't. So you all head back out into the snow and the darkness to go find your wagon? Mm Mm-hmm. This is a trail you've all traveled a couple of times now, and you're very well rested and full of honey as you make your way back. And when you return to the wagons, Earl Earl is in deep thought over the halfling woman in the rear wagon. You think about early ones? Bulwan is nowhere to be seen. Uh Uh-oh. But Sam and Sniffins... Look on with curiosity. What are you doing, Earl Earl? Oh, I'm I'm trying to help this poor woman. Help her how? She's unconscious. I was trying to see if there's some way that I could wake her up. To his side, he has a few items pulled from his chest. Not his literal side. Right, I get it. He ha- <laughs> to his side, he has a few personal items that are jars and potions and uh, herbs of various types. Hmm. And it looks like he's doing some sort of, like, I want to say medical experimentation, but not the mad scientist kind. I'll leave him to his thing and go check my prisoner. Lorraine is awake, sitting there. Was she gagged? Okay, I thought she was gagged. Just wanted to make sure. She is sitting up in the wagon, bound, gagged, with a very, uh, not having any of this shit glare on her face. Cool. We'll go back to the Earl. (laughs) (laughs) You can glare at me all she wants. We may not be able to go back to Honey Hollow with the hostage, huh? I think that may be problematic. As you say this, Earl will quickly turn over his shoulder and say, Oh, well, you'll probably want to go back there at some point. Ulwan's been picking up some supplies for me. Put oh. it on your tab there. That's where it is. Okay. Yes. Our tab? <laughs> what? Uh, our tab? Yes. Your supplies? Yes, I wanted to try to help this happen. Woman, so 
sent him to the doctors there. Pick up a few things. What? I'm sure you can cover it. Don't worry about it. Uh, what is he picking up exactly? Like some medical ointments and salves and uh, liquids. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Oh, no, I will worry about it. Unlike you, I guess, we don't just, like, swim around in money. We do have a finite amount of money. Oh, don't worry. It's not too expensive. Okay. Should be. Your definition of not too expensive and my definition of it are two very, very different things. Okay, okay. Yes, I'm probably, most definitely, absolutely more well-off than you. Duh. You run a freaking town. Like, duh. Yes, yes, yes. But, um... Come here, come here. Look at this. Well, I will, especially especially because I'm a healer. You all huddle around him as he's kneeling over the halfling woman's body, and he pulls out a flask and, like, drops a few things into it, mixes it around, and pours it into her mouth. And she begins to emit this purplish light, which then kind of seeps through all of you. And he looks, oh, oh, it's not just me, then. It's whoever's nearby. That's quite interesting. Uh, and after a few moments, it like fades away. Can I do an Arcana check? Absolutely. What's happening? Please. Thank you. Lovely. I crit. <laughs> <laughs> You've done this before. <laughs> you haven't done this before, obviously, because this is some weird oral experimentation. But as you feel this light emit from her and pass through all of you, you feel more connected to everybody around you than you've ever felt before. Hmm. You can feel the the inquisitiveness within Earl. Uh, I don't know what is Darwin feeling at the moment when he sees this light connected or something. I mean, you feel connected, but like, what's going through your head? I'm wondering if this happening is, and if it's something that the Earl has done, or if it's because of who she is. You can sense Darwin's curiosity. Uh, what is Vale thinking about this as it happens? <laughs> What are we waiting for? We have other things to do. <laughs> she hasn't woken up in three days. What? Are, why is this going to be different? Artists, oh, it's been way more than three days. Artists, it's, been weeks. Gonna, it's really, why is this going to be different? Artist gives Vale a look like, you heartless monster. <laughs> Come on. Artist just pragmatic. And you did roll a crit. Let me see what else can I give you about this. Okay, so not only can you feel the things going through their heads, you know that they could probably sense it to if they were better attuned, mm. and that this connection, if it were to be sustained, would probably allow you to share even more. Weird. And above all else, it definitely feels, uh, what's the term for it, uh, a huge amount of magical potential behind it. It's only so low because this woman is unconscious. It's a very magical lady. What, uh, what, uh, what did you just do? What is that? Oh, well, it's mostly elven water, but I've added a few things here and there to kind of help try to jolt her back into consciousness. But as you can see, this is all that's happened so far. Is she glows purple? So I just... Mm, mm, mm. Just to be clear here, you're experimenting on her. In a good way, yes. I'm trying to help. You're experimenting on her. I need to figure out what's wrong with her and what might help. Yes. Did it occur to you that by doing these things, you may actually be doing more damage to her than helping? It had occurred to me, but um, I'm not totally unaware in these uh, in these types of situations. And you know, halflings are similar enough in their biology to elves and humans that I felt confident in doing this. You didn't think that waiting for the healer would be a good idea? I figured if I've got the time, then I might as well. What was I to do here on the road for a day you left me? Eh, he's got a point. I didn't do anything wrong, I don't think. I don't know. Play tic-tac-toe against yourself or something? <sighs> I find myself sorely lacking that company right now. Challenge Olwan to a duel? I mean, come on. <laughs> um, oh, no, I wouldn't dare fight Olwan. I'm not talking about a duel to the... Whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm not... I can't do this with you right now. Um, <laughs> okay. Can I make a request? May I make a request? Very well. Please do not experiment on her anymore unless I am present. Sure. Would you like to ride with me and her in the wagon then as we go down the road? That way you're definitely there. Good God, yes. Because I... yeah. Wonderful. Someone else is going to have to ride with Sam. (laughs) Nobody has to ride up front with Sam. 
That's not a requirement, but... I need lots of blankets, because I still don't have one. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> so after this whole business with the halfling woman starts dying down and Aranis is busy... Uh, chastising. Chastising. That's a very <laughs> perfect... That's a perfect word. As Aranis is busy chastising Earl Earl about his methods, Sam will definitely take notice of Darwin. <laughs> Oh my goodness, what happened to you? <laughs> I'm mostly naked. We, we got in a fight with an ogre and it, uh, a yeti. And, well, we all, we almost all died. Oh my goodness. And uh, I, I don't actually know what happened, but I woke up well, like this. Looks like just your clothes didn't quite make it out alive. Uh, yeah, I might have something for you, an extra blanket. Whatever you can do would be appreciated. I figure I'll have to buy some new clothes in Honey Hot. I've got some clothes, too, that you can borrow. Nice. That's right, the bar does have costumes. You're only slightly shorter than me. Remember, you did get rid of one of your costumes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. When you were trying to carry the sun warp because it was so very, very hot, one of your costumes is padding. I did. So, Darwin, as Sam is giving you an extra blanket to wrap yourself up in, and Arnis is chilling in the wagon with Earl Earl and the halfling woman, Vale, what are you up to? I'd like to put myself where I can watch everybody, so I'm kind of watching the back end of the cart that the half-orc woman is in, and then watching the rest of the group at a distance. Um, she's a halfling, not a half-orc. No, half-orc being... Oh, Lorraine. Lorraine. You're watching Lorraine. Yes. I had forgotten about her momentarily, because you checked on her and then said whatever. I'm not really watching her. I'm just watching her cart to make sure that she doesn't try and magically sneak out of her bonds and then the cart. So as you're all waiting, Vale, you'll be the first to notice that Ulwan is returning to the wagons. He appears to be carrying a small rucksack, and he immediately heads over to Earl Earl and hands this off to him. Earl Earl will open this up, and it's, again, various medical supplies. And then Ulwan will hand Earl Earl basically an IOU, which he will immediately hand to Aranis, since Aranis is in the wagon. He's spending our money. He is, but he has plenty of his own, and like... But that wasn't part of the deal. This crap that he's doing is like... (laughs) The deal was that you guys would be paying for everything, and he is taking advantage of that now. And Earl Earl hands Aranis what is basically an invoice for various medical supplies, totaling uh, about 100 gold. What? Alrighty. And it is signed from Dr. Corey. It was the doctor in Honey Hollow, if anybody remembers. Darwin should definitely remember. Yeah, I remember Dr. Corey. Uh, as he hands this off to Arnis, he says, Oh, well, you'll want to pay that, of course. We need to make sure that we're on good standing with them in case I need anything else, or, you know, if we could actually have a good night's sleep in a real bed, that'd be great. Earl Moore has a wonderful vacation home in this city. It's beautiful, it's relaxing. You could rest for a few days. Hmm. I mean, you pay for it, of course, but uh, you'll let me because you know I'm me. You won't let us because we're associates of you? Well, I'm family. Uh, I see. It wouldn't be offered to most travelers because you're just travelers. But but visiting family is allowed to stay in some nicer abode, like a rental property. Earl Moore's airbnb this vacation. (laughs) (laughs) But family only. He still has standards. He doesn't want to have to send in the cleaning crew to clean up, like, rabble-rouser messes. Fine, I'll stay in the wherever we usually stay, the hostel or whatever. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Not me. I'm a noble. I need a noble's bed. It's been forever. But... You could totally stay in Earl Moore's vacation home. I'm a monk, bro. Out yourself. Yeah, but I've been a noble for longer than I've been a monk. I'm tired of being sleeping in stone beds and shit. Mm-hmm. Earl Moore will go on to say, oh, they have the most wonderful feather beds, room service, morning tea cakes... But yeah, that's only, of course, if we're going back to the city. I think we are. We need to go back to... But we do need to decide what to do with Lorraine, right? I don't think we can exactly roll up to Honey Hollow with a hostage. I'll stay with the wagons and her. Oh, sounds like Vale wants to stay outside of the city. All right. I don't know if I trust you, but okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. And we'll let Vale keep that word on their on their own if they want to. Yeah. <laughs> So are we heading to Honey Hollow? Yep. That's what it sounds yes. like. Okay. Yeah, that's the plan. I have to pay this IOU, apparently. But I should go see the dog anyway, because we need healing potions. And I need some nice clothes. I need to figure out where to get them. I need some warm clothes. That aren't borrowed from the bard, I get it. No. Or from Sam. And that maybe fits you correctly. Yeah. Yeah. 
suppose that I don't have to get back at some point. So you head back towards Honey Hollow, and you pass up the outpost where you'd entered into the city before, simply because that's not suitable for wagons, and head over to the stables. The stables have a much wider and taller entrance. Uh, it opens up in sections, so as you approach, you can see a little eye slat open up in one of the big doors. Someone peer out, and they shut it quickly and then open up the set of doors. Just wide enough for your wagons to enter. Uh, so we're taking the wagons in, correct? Yes, the wagons are go- heading into the stables. I'm going in with the wagons in the stables. I'm going in cognito Carver. So tell me, though. Yes. Do you change into Lord Carver right in front of Lorraine? She already knows. So She had seen Kara before. I don't know if she had oh. seen Lord Carver before. Um... Yeah, at this point she's dead anyway. So you change it? <laughs> yes, I do it because I don't care. <laughs> because you have the feeling you can cut down any consequences that might come from this. Uh, you change into Lord Carver right before Lorraine's eyes, and her eyes widen a little bit, and she mumbles something through the gag, which you totally cannot make out. Are you staying in the wagon in the stables up here? And for everybody else, uh, as you exit the wagons, when you enter the stables... There are a number of dogs congregated by a sled. They are curled up together to rest, but immediately come to attention as you enter. They watch you intently and expectantly. They are near a well-used sled. Farther along, you see a trio of wagons being loaded with supplies by a young orc man whom Darvin would recognize as Castor. I don't know how many the rest of you remember him, mm-hmm. but Darvin certainly would. Uh, let's see. Castor, of course, being the boyfriend of the now-deceased Mayapple. Yes. Yeah, I remember and you're all free to exit out and head down into the city if you wish. Yeah, Those wagons are being loaded with barrels of food and honey. Is it hollow? You'd have to knock on it to find out. Please don't say you knock on it. <laughs> I do nothing. And as you exit out, Castor will see the two of you, see Sam, Sniffins, who he'll like definitely give a smile to, and just a, a general wave to everybody else. Hey, Castor. Hello. Hey, how's it going? All right. What brings you back? Oh, you know. I apparently have supplies I need to pay for. Oh, okay. My clothes got shredded in a bite with the ogre. Still a yeti. Yeti. Still, yeti. A, still a yeti. Still not a yogurt. A yogurt? <laughs> a yogurt. The yogurt ogre. Also known as the yogurt. That's He's the sloppiest of boys. No, it's a combination of a yeti and an ogre. The yogurt. <laughs> not in my head. <laughs> or an odie? <laughs> No, that's a dog, it's right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk, apparently. Apparently we're all having issues talking. Yogurt. Cousin to Yogi, right? Mm-hmm. Funny thing is I guessed Yeti before we saw it. And now I keep, yeah. going, and now I keep going back to it. <laughs> Your first thought was like, some sort of abominable snowman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> surely. And I'm like, good job, Darwin, in my head. <laughs> and now he's like, surely it was an ogre. <laughs> Uh, I swear I saw an ogre, not an abominable snowman. Oh, yeah, you you look like you've had yourself a rough time. He sees, like, a bunch of scrapes and bruises on you from the fight. Well, yeah, certainly, if you need to get more clothes, go ahead, but, uh, you know, if you want to you want to come back and talk to me at all, you're going to have to be quick about it, leaving pretty soon. Uh, oh, have a good go. time. Oh, uh, some of us are heading up to the capital. Yeah. Some of who? Us. What? Orcs? No, no. Well, I mean, some works. Some works, yeah. But you know, just some townsfolk. Right, like leaving Honey Hollow to move to the capital. No, 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 no. Just take care of some business. What business? Oh, well, uh, and kind of his eyes dart a little bit. Uh, we got to get a new flower master uh, <laughs> after CJ's passing. Carol, you know, insight. We're kind of making do right now. Yeah, you can roll insight. Can I roll insight on this line? Can wire? I too? Yes. Oh. Oh, 24. <laughs> Damn, I got an 18. Yeah, you can both tell that's the cover story. He's definitely heading to the capital for some other purpose. Flower master. Surely, I mean, surely you could find one of those here in the city, right? Well, you know, some people are okay with flowers, but uh, no one was good as CJ. If we want to keep the city, you know, in business... We need somebody who really knows what they're doing. He's got a point. Uh, you need a great flower master. Right now, it's uh, Cassava and mm, yeah. uh, CJ's dad are kind of making do. 
But, you know, CJ, he wasn't so much a flower master. He just, like, did bouquets and centerpieces and stuff. He just did a little floristy type things. Can't take care of anything on that scale. Probably be able to keep the plants alive for a few months at least, but need somebody to replace CJ. And the only place to find that person is the capital? Surely they're closer cities. Uh, that's what the mayor says. When are you guys leaving? The mayor, huh? So you're doing you're on a mission for the mayor. A, a, a mission from the mayor to replace the flower master. Yeah, Maraska. Yeah. We should maybe go talk to Maraska and see if she needs. Well, yeah, her. she's she's coming with us. She's going to be picking them out. So I, I figured she would be. She's very hands to flower arrangements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you, Caster. Maybe we should see if they need any help. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and if uh, if y'all want one last drink, um. And if your if your friend uh, what's her face um, if Kara is still around I definitely owe her too. Uh, we actually uh, we parted ways with Kara some time ago. Yeah, she went off. She had things to do on her own. Oh, where'd she end up? I don't know. I think she's working at a bar somewhere. Cool, cool. Better to say I don't so. know than make up a lie. <laughs> I don't know. She's doing her thing. She's a bar wench. Bar wenches do bar wench things. Yeah, okay. 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 Cool. Bar. Okay, so is that it there? Yeah, uh, from Castor? No. Should we go visit the mayor? Then? I think we need to go visit the mayor because uh, I have a very bad feeling about why they're going to the capital. <laughs> uh, as you're wrapping up your conversation with Castor, Earl Earl with Owen by his side. Shit, I forgot. We have Earl Earl with us. We can't just go talk to the mayor. He's motioning to you guys. Hey, if you want to come stay in Earl Moore's vacation spot, you know, just come with me. We can go set that up right now. Let me ask you this. Uh, is it basically a flat rate for, like, the whole house, or are we paying by the person? Oh, no, we'd be running out the whole house. I, I'm not going to stay there with people I don't know. So, either way, we're paying for the whole house. <laughs> yeah. Then that's where we're staying. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm hearing. So Wait, is, wait didn't, oh, didn't I need to say it was free for him since it was family? No, he said he could get you guys in. It's not free for him. It's not free even for him? The staff still needs to get paid. Yes. And the provisions need to be replaced yeah. after you guys are all so done. So you still have to so we can drop this dead weight. You just have to take advantage of him properly. Well, we're going to get to stay in a <laughs> nice house. Which is a terrible thing to say about somebody. But we're, I mean, we're going to get to stay in a nice house and we'd have to pay for the whole thing anyway. So, nice bet for the night. Sure, why He's not? spending all our money. Yeah. So do you want to go with Earl Earl or do you want to set off on your own? It's going to cost Sam regardless, right? Um, yeah. yeah. So I just mean, do you want Earl Earl to make the arrangements, or do you want to try to do it yourself? Oh, no, I want to go with him, because I oh. feel like if we're not there, then he's going to do something like, say, I want caviar for breakfast every morning. And That's true. I Like, there are limits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, uh, from the mini bar, Earl Earl. <laughs> right? Oh, there's no mini bar. They just have a full bar there. No we drink whatever in the we want. Thirty-five year. <clears throat> As you head through the town, following Earl Earl towards Earl Moore's office, some of the townsfolk will definitely greet you warmly. So warm townsfolk greet like you like that. that. <laughs> what? Like she? Oh, like greet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're such a goof. Oh, happy babies are wonderful. Oh, that's fantastic. You see Beth, who uh, blushes and waves to Aranus <laughs> with a bit more uh, subtlety than... <laughs> <laughs> and, and she'll actually, like, come up to Aranus. Oh, hey, uh, w- welcome back to town. You gonna play for us? I don't know. Maybe. Well, uh, you know, if you do, uh, food's on me. She'll smile. Thank you. That's that's kind of you. All right. She will smile uh, and head off. Uh, she finds Aster on the other side of the town square and like goes off to chat with her. And you make your way into Earl Moore's office. And he's more than happy to rent out the family vacation home to you all. Sorry. First and foremost, he will greet Earl Earl with a huge smile and a hug, and they will chat in Elvish, just exchanging pleasantries. So I'm sure. Aranus knows Elvish, being a half-elf. I do. Darwin does, too, somehow. Sorry, everybody, we did already established this. Everybody fucking knows Elvish. <laughs> <laughs> How could you live in an area run by elves and not learn Elvish? Oh. It's like living in China and not speaking Chinese. Why would you do that? I'm sure it's possible. Yeah, but you could only speak Mandarin and live in a part that speaks Cantonese. That's mm-hmm. true. Nerd. 
knowledgeable. <laughs> These are all just brief formalities and pleasant exchanges. There's no secrets being passed between the two. Aww. Well, I would hope not in front of a half-elf. That would be kind of stupid. Yeah, that would also be really dumb. That would be really, really dumb of them, and I don't think they're that dumb. <laughs> no, neither of them are that dumb. <laughs> or, or, of course, say, oh, yeah, we're looking to rent out that vacation home of yours, if you've still got it. Or Nora will, of course, say, yes, of course, you're more than welcome to it. It's the same fee as always for anyone. You're all welcome to stay there, and he gestures with his hand at the three of you. Oh, shit, I just realized Sam and Sniffins are not with you. Sam is off uh, doing the same thing he usually does in this city. Uh, <laughs> he's parachuting? Paratrooping. Paratrooping. He is He's being friendly with the locals at Sweet Williams. Sweet Williams. Should we put friendly in quotes? Friendly. I don't know, is there a way to make air quotes, winky face air quotes? Winky not face like air quotes. Secretly being a jerk to everybody. Yeah, you just like in instead of making them both quotes, you just make one of them a dot, right? So it's like a little winky face. <laughs> We're gonna put these in wink quotes here, just like wink, wink, wink quotes. <laughs> Perfect. We need to make this a thing. Winky face quotes. Sure. What? Don't judge me like you think it's a terrible idea. Are both in our own like, stuff? Just one. Awful. I guess just one, huh? Just one of them would be a dot. Like you would make a like you would use a semicolon when you're making a winky face, except it would just gotcha. be like a quote and then a wink, like the one eye is open. Alright, anyways. God, fucking derailing all over Sorry. the place whenever we go into a city. <laughs> Earl Moore will say, Yes, uh, I can make sure the help is is quite as noisy as a baby. I can make sure the help is there and providing me with meals every day. And the rate is as usual. Sorry. Need to give a baby side eye. <laughs> uh, the rate is the usual 25 gold a night. That we can handle, yeah. And he will hand Earl Earl the keys. And uh, Earl Earl's, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to head off to the, the house. Feel free to join me whenever you wish. Um, Earl Moore, do we pay you now, or do we pay you when we, like, quote-unquote, check out? Oh, I don't handle the money myself. Just, uh, you can just leave that money with the doorman. Okay. It's all very discreet. We don't need to do this paying in advance nonsense or writing up of invoices or anything like that. Okay. I trust Earl Earl. Okay. We should go get me some clothes while the Earl get... I have to go see the doctor, too. You probably don't want to go see the doctor, but I have to. You left on very good terms with the doctor. Oh, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. We should should help each other with our business, because it's a front for going to talk to the mayor. Right. And it's both, but we don't want to tell the Earl that we're going to go (laughs) talk to the mayor. Sure, you go get the house set up, you handle that stuff. We've got some other business in town, in addition to apparently paying my doctor bill. Very well. Oh, let's go. Alrighty. Please go to the house. Do not spend any more money until we get there. We'll yeah. see. Who knows what we need? I feel like such a cheapskate. No, always no. talking about money. Yeah, hey. Right? Well, I mean, hit this guy's like I'll drain it real fast if we let him. Right? I'm not about that. You can start giving him an allowance. You get one gold a day. I don't think it would matter. That's a thing. Like, I don't think he would give a crap. He'd be like, oh, I just gave him an IOU. <laughs> right? And because I'm like half royalty, they were like, send the oh, town cool. of Earl a bill for this adventure. No, no, he's putting it on uh, either Darwin or Gray's. But everyone thinks I'm Oscar. Oh, God, does everybody still think you're Oscar here? Oscar. Almost everyone okay. still thinks I'm Oscar. Okay. So you two head off. Where are you going? Let's go get you some clothes before we do anything else. Okay. That seems like a good place to start. I'm gonna miss the crisp breeze. <laughs> Oh, good God. Well, the only two places where you can go reliably to get clothing in the city, you can either go to Daphne's Leatherworks or... uh, Oh, sorry. No, it's just Daphne's Leatherworks. I mistook this other fabric because it is a name. (laughs) That person is named Lace. They do not sell lace things. (laughs) I don't think I would want lace anyway. That's not quite... That would be funny. (laughs) That's not quite the look I'm going. Sorry. Lace runs the perfumery. You don't want a nice bonnet? Nah. Uh, Oleander's oddities might have some clothing, but it's really just whatever they have. All right. Go Let's to go see Daphne. She sounds nice. You head into Daphne's Leatherworks, and there's this very large orc woman who is quietly working some leather pieces, and there's a number of outfits up along the walls and on rack. And you can see that Daphne notices you both enter, but then goes back to work anyways. 
dissing us? No, no, no. She's just uh, busy. No, it's less busy. She's not the most like outgoing person. You can tell. It's like she sees you there and goes, "Oh, there's people here. I'm going to keep working though. I see. If they need something, they'll ask me. I see. Is there stuff hanging up around that he can just try on, or should, or do we need to talk to her? Sure, you can just try stuff on. Okay. I'll look around and try stuff on. Just right there in the middle of the shop. You said I could. I mean, okay. that'd be weird. I just wanted to know if Arnis was watching you undress. Oh, yeah, it require undressing. <laughs> I forgot. Remember, you're going to need clothes and then, like, winter stuff. You can, yeah, you can get all that here. Don't worry Dude, about it. Just okay. You more need, like, the... The outer like, layer? The outer layer. Maybe we should just talk to this Daphne. Go ahead. It's your clothes, man. Hi, Daphne. Oh, yeah. Hello. What can I help you with? I need clothes, especially like warm winter clothes. Yes, I have plenty of that. Uh, if you see something that you like, just let me know. I'll make sure it fits. Um, she looks you up and down, just like get your size in her head. Yeah, I should have plenty that'll fit you with a little alteration. Cool. What catches Darwin's eye? Yeah. This is all, I don't want to say crudely made. This is all utilitarian uh, leather clothing. Some of it has fur, some of it not. Probably. None of it really looks like armor so much. That's good. I don't want armor. There are full sets of clothes. There's just pants. You can get just gloves or just hats. Probably need like a full set, right? <laughs> then pretty much everything got shredded. Yeah, at least the pant- the tops and the bottoms. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just look for like a full set of warm, wintry stuff. All right. Is there fur on this? Yeah, because, because it's warmer, right? Oh, yeah. Warmer. Yes. What color fur is this? What color does fur come in? Any color you want. This is fantasy. Last, I think the last one you had was white, right? Didn't we have like yeah. two sets of like the white furs or something? Yeah. But I mean, you can do whatever. Yeah. No, I'll probably black. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll probably go black. Matches my okay. soul. Yeah. Profession. As you try it on, you realize this is less fur and more like hair. This is probably leather from a horse. Hmm. Is it still warm though? Yes, it's still warm. That's what matters. It'll fit just fine. Okay, um, yeah, if you like that, that's just, uh, she, just like some quick counting on her fingers. Uh, 30 gold. You can do that, right, Arnie? Yo, yeah. So, uh, are you, are you staying in town long? I'm not sure yet. Probably a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Not well, much more than that. You've got a murder you have to commit. I mean, a life soul you need to free. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Wait, I, I am aware. Um, what, what are you, what are you doing in town, if I can ask? Oh, just, uh... Buying new clothes, mostly. We had a run-in with a nasty, nasty bear or something. I forget. I wanted to see if oh, you that's... were going to get it right, but you purposefully are telling her the wrong thing. Well, I didn't want to give too much information about who we are. That's fair. That's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. Okay, well, uh, you know, if you need anything else, come on by. Hey, are you still... Are you traveling with that lady who was on trial? No, uh, not so we, much. We parted ways a while ago. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I believe the court said that she wasn't guilty, but oh, it feels good to not have that around. Um, yeah, we understand. Just that kind of hanging over everybody's head. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then she finally recognizes Gray the Great. She was very much so focused on Darwin before. You know, the customer. Yeah. Oh, uh, Gray. You know, I mean, don't tell anybody that I told you this, but Quince was hoping you would come back. He's been working a lot since since you left. He said it was some new music. Yeah, really? Yeah, but he won't play it for us. Well, I'll go visit him and talk to him about it. Okay, but remember, you didn't hear that from me. Of course. Well, I would have gone to see him anyway. Okay, okay. And she'll bid you a fair day. Bye. Let's go back up to the wagons for a moment. Sweet. I feel like Vale has been left alone with Lorraine for too long. <laughs> so, Vale... As you're sitting there in the back of the wagon with Lorraine, she's awake, just staring daggers at you. That's much. And every once in a while, she will mumble something through the gag in your direction. You can't tell what she's trying to say, but none of it sounds like a compliment. Yeah. And eventually, a middle-aged half-orc woman will approach your wagon. Oh, hey there. You know, people usually get out of their wagons when they get into town. What are you folks up to? We're passing through on our way to... Karami. Ah, Karami. Wonderful. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name there, sir. Gold Dagger. You're welcome, Gold Dagger. My name's Oleander, 
As it so happens, I'm preparing for a trip. Unfortunately, not up to Karami. How long are you going to be staying? Here? Just a couple of days. We're just resupplying before we head out. You staying up at the wagons the whole time, then? That is my task, yes. Oh, well, all right. What about your friend there? Motions Uh, to Lorraine. That's the reason we're going to Karami. Oh, how so? Let's go, uh... I'm going to go official noble business. (laughs) Ooh, you're noble, then. Yes. Oh, well then, my lord, just express, like, over-expresses it. Not trying to show any deference. I'm trying to keep a low profile. Oh, well, if you wanted a low profile, maybe don't go telling people your reward. But that's none of my business. You need anything before you head out? Bit of a merchant myself. Might be able to get you something on the cheap before I head out. Got a lot of back stock that I'm not going to be able to keep an eye on. What do you have in the way of uh, crossbow bolts? Yeah, I could get you some bolts. I got a few. And I'm always in the lookout for the uh, occasional unique item that may uh, help keep me safe. Oh, well, as far as unique items go, I don't know if I have anything I could help keep you safe, but uh, could I interest you in a, a cage with no door? A cage with no door? About the size for a bird. Uh, what? <laughs> very unique item. Where, where would you uh, acquire such a unique item? Oh, it's in my shop. I don't, don't have much need for it. I'm curious about this cage. Or uh, I got I got a key. I don't know what it goes to. I got a got a rabbit's foot. Need a glass eye. Oh, all of these things are just so like just random. Like I found this key in a drawer once. <laughs> you know, I'm terribly curious about that cage with no door, though. How much are you asking for this unique cage? Oh well, I don't think I could part with it for less than gold. Uh, I've got that much on me. Sure. I don't know what I'm ever going to do with it, but it sounds so interesting. I'm captivated and curious about this cage with no door. All right, very well. Um, if you give me the money now, I'll send the boy up, and he'll drop those off with you if you're going to stay up here in your wagon. Yeah, sure. Okay, wonderful. Well, I'm going to be heading out soon myself, too. I'm heading up to the capital, though, not going out to Karami. You know, going to a much bigger, much better city. But maybe our paths will cross again sometime. I wish you good luck on your journey. And I to you. Shortly after Oleander walks away, Lorraine has managed to kind of bite and chew the gag down lower enough that it's just wrapped around the bottom of her chin, and she's able to get a few words out. How long do you intend on keeping me here? Until we can hand you over to the guild. Oh, come on. Have a heart. Ew. And I readjust Sorry. the gag so it's back in her mouth. Oh, but I don't know. I don't know. chance there. All right, whatever she keeps talking, I'm like, what? I'll let her finish her thought. Look, I know you want to punish me, but what about Colston? <laughs> Sorry. Colston? Colston? What about the father? Colston. Yes, the father. What Are you going to punish daughter? him, too, by sending me away? I'm sorry, as far as I'm concerned, you made a choice, and now you and, you and your child are going to have to live with that choice. God, oh, you're such an ass. What? Yeah, it's really good thing about there. I would slap her in her face. <laughs> um, like. And with that, I said, well, I was going to give you something to eat, but I guess not. And I put the gag back around her mouth, and I make sure her binds are still tight. <laughs> and maybe throw a blanket over her, too. Like over her head, like a, <laughs> like a parent. <laughs> you see her head thrashing side to side in attempts to throw the blanket off. She's totally successful. <laughs> and on like the third head bob, she tosses it off, just gives you a death stare. <laughs> yeah. Nobody needs yeah. a translator for that one. <laughs> But she eventually calms herself down. <laughs> Darwin and Aranus, what do you... <laughs> Thank you, Darwin. That was fun. What are Darwin and Aranus up to? Uh, we have some people to go see. I want to settle my debt with the doctor. Let's start Let's start there, yeah, and first. then let's go see the mayor, and then stuff. Right. So you're off to go see Dr. Corey. Who's going in first? Yeah. The door to Dr. Corey's office is, of course, open, this being early-ish in the day. And he sees you, and then he sees Darwin right behind you, and he just walks right past you to Darwin. Oh, Oscar, it's so good to see you again. And Dr. Corey, likewise, it's yeah. good to see you. I trust you're not bringing any patients with you this time. No, not this time. 
Good, good. Uh, you need to sit down? You want to chat? You need some medicine for something? Well, yeah, as it turns out, we have a bit of a job to pay. A friend of ours has apparently ordered some stuff from you and put it in our name, so we mostly come to say hello, but also to, you know, make good on that debt. Oh, do you have that with you? I can sort that out for you real quick. Uh, Arnest, do you have that on you? I do, I have the okay. receipt thing, yeah. He looks it over. Oh yeah, this seems right. A little metal guy came in oh. asking for this stuff. That would be yeah. the one. Yeah, sure. Pay this off. Yeah. And you give him the hundred gold. He secrets that away in a locked drawer. Oh, that was easy enough. Yeah. Gonna be in town for long? Probably not long, long. We had a couple of things to do and most of them are done now, right? We'll be here a couple of days. Yeah, seems about right. Okay. Well, I hope you don't need my services. <laughs> we have, I, I, I don't know about we. I, I have a question for you. We are in need of health potions. Is oh, that yeah. something we can get from you, or do we need to go somewhere else? You know, I just gave the last of it to Cortland Sr. He started up a new shop, and they had a couple of little accidents, but they seem to be doing well. Okay. Is there somewhere else in town we can buy these things? Afraid not. Only doctor in town. I get all the business. He kind of smiles with like a, that's right. And then he remembers, like, I got to deal with all those hurt people. And, ah. <laughs> Shakes his head a little bit. Um, no chance you'll be making more of that in the next couple of days. Oh, it takes me longer than that. Yeah, I figured. Sorry about that. All right. Well, thanks anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded really like rude. I didn't actually mean it that rude. The uh, see you at Sweet Williams. Yes. Uh, nice. probably. All right. Oh, that's right. They have, like, they have, like, actual alcohol here. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> really, that's what you're focused on, is the actual alcohol. Dude, that crab in Earl was terrible. Yeah, I think And I'm still right. angry about it. Like, we've had booze since then, and I'm still angry. <laughs> Me too. Still angry about that shitty, shitty wine. No, I don't even drink that much, and I'm angry. Uh, all right, where are you off to next? Okay, I guess. Time to see the mayor? Yeah, let's go see the mayor. All right. You enter into Maraska's office, and she's clearly busy packing up a bunch of stuff to leave. She's already got some bags set by the door, as if she's about to go on a trip for some time. Hey, Mayor Maraska. Oh, you. Hi. Wonderful. I was hoping to see you again. Um, what's his name? That ugh, Rex. He said that you had been through. Glad we don't have to catch you on the road. Oh, the juggler? <laughs> yes, him. Oh. Not my favorite. Oh, hey, well, there's something we have in common. No, hey. I don't have anything against him. It's just the juggling. <laughs> ah, I Look, I, before I go, why are you here? Oh, we're just stopping in to, like, resupply. And headed to Karami, I hope, yes? That direction, I think, yeah. yeah. Okay. Look. I'm about to leave with a number of other people uh -huh. up to the capital. Mm -hmm. We heard. Now, it'll take us roughly the same amount of time for us to get there as it will for you to get to Karami. Mm -hmm. But I know what the road is like, so I'm willing to give you a little bit of extra time. But I need you to be there and finish your task, with heavy air quotes implied, in five weeks. Five weeks? Is that the time limit on it? We need to make now sure we are acting in concert. Ah, uh, and I'm sure that word of your deed will spread very quickly, at least to the capital. As an aside, you know that it'll take you a little less than four weeks to get back up to Karami if you head straight there. Right. So we need to head so there. So gives you about week and a half. nine to twelve days of flex time. I... I've already given you a lot of leeway. I knew you were heading south down to Earl, but you're back now. Yeah, it took a little longer than we were and expecting. And we have been getting ready to go. And a number of us are heading up. Are saying we are going for a new flower master. That's true. Oh, we do yeah. need another one. We heard already that lovely lie. It's not a lie. It's just not the whole truth. Uh huh. Yeah. That was pretty obvious. You should tell Caster that he shouldn't do any more talking. He's young. He was not meant to be the spokesman of our trip. Yeah. You just hit him at an inopportune time, cool. apparently. Uh -huh. Um. One thing that was integral to our plan was being able to. Uh, how do I say this? Grease the wheels with some guards in the capital? Hmm. And it appears we are running low on capital. Ah. We are short on funds. We had some stashed away, but it has gone missing. 
as you two think back and remember all that gold we took out of the <laughs> Oops. I'm remaining conspicuously silent. Like, okay. I'm not. I'm not even going to try to lie or do anything. I'm just going to yeah. not say yeah. anything. I follow Arnus's lead. I'm going because... to say zero words on the subject. Because Arnus is. I just kind of go. Because mm. <laughs> he stares back and forth between the two of you. Mm. Okay then? Uh, <laughs> not that we're without means. Mm-hmm. But yes, five weeks. And if we don't, if we don't have word from Karami, we may be forced to take separate action. What does that mean? Oh, not against you, no. We just may have to take action in Vermilion. Ah. An escalation we'd rather not take. We, we would like to keep this simple and the casualties to a minimal. Can I ask, what is your goal here? The same as it has been. We need to bring the king and the other royals to the negotiating table to loosen their mm, hereditary rule. Ideally, we would have a halfling or an orc or a giant or, or even a human ruler in some cities. I don't think that's too much to ask. Okay. Say we, we kill Count Valance, right? Yes, How... that's what you said you would do. Right, yes. Okay, I get it. How is that going to bring the elves to the negotiating table? I guess I kind of don't see the... You still have the the note, the symbol, yes? Yeah. Of the indelible truth? Yeah. There you go. They will know it is from us. They will know who they need to talk to. And we will be there in the capital ready to negotiate. Ready to discuss this with them. Well, I'm satisfied. Come now, don't you want to leave your mark on history? This could be a huge change. I'm already a bard, so I mean, you know, there's that. Look at it this way, Arnest. We get to kill the Count and pin it on them. Yeah, that might not go for mm, I think we just get to be associated with them when we do it. Uh, we don't just get to pin it on them? Well, I mean, we do, but we are them. It would be very difficult to extricate yourselves from the indelible truth after this. Yeah. If you were to be caught. Right. But if we don't get caught, then we're depending it on them. Which means we get to kill him and not even get in trouble for it. Either way, it's win-win. As long as we don't get caught. Okay. Good. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash Dibber Music. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website design by Patrick Dunkerley over at DunkDesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. Uh, I, I'm sorry, guys. We gotta jump in. I'm sorry. What do you do? What do you mean jump in? You're gonna do a wild jump. You're gonna kill I us all. I don't have a choice. Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, this isn't good. You know what happened last time? It, we're not. I gotta go. Sorry. Uh, hold guys, on, guys. We're taking fire. Land is near a hospital. Hold on. Like what you hear? This is a small sample of the action and excitement that await you every Monday on the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. 
download us on your favorite podcast app and join us for space opera, action, adventure, and lots and lots of console cleaning. Let the chaos begin.